0: Welcome to a new episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. I am your host, Khalil. Christmas in July is finally over. We have reached a new month of August with five brand new movies. It's the second wave of Summer Nights, and this week we review Love for Real, starring Scott Michael Foster, Chloe Bridges, Corbin Bleu and Tiana Talley The official synopsis goes. Haley and her best friend Bree, go on a reality dating show to publicize her fashion line. But nothing goes as planned when love, friendship, and careers are on the line. This is the second movie of 2021 that Hallmark has filmed in Hawaii. And to be honest with you, I think this movie was better. I can tell when I read the names of who started this movie, this was Hallmark trying to reach out to a younger generation. Chloe and Corbin are known for their roles in Disney's Camp Rock 2 and High School Musical, respectively. Scott is well known for his roles in ABC Family Dramas, Geek, and Chasing Life. I honestly thought this was how trying to appeal to the millennials. And to be honest with you, I think they accomplished it. Three of the main actors are Hallmark rookies. The representation of this movie is to be praised for. I mean, Chloe is Hispanic, Corbin, and small screen legend Karen Melinda White are Black, and Tayana is Kanaka Maoli. For those who don't know, that means she's Native Hawaiian. I feel like Hallmark listened to my cries for diversity. So let's get to the meat of the movie. The reality dating show is called Heart Choices. Nice play on words. <laughs> Marco, played by Corbin Blue is the king of hearts this season. Scott plays Luke, who is the show- showrunner. Scott, Marco, in episode one of Heart Choices, was rejected by one of the contestants, so now Luke is in desperate search for a replacement. Bree, played by Tiana, is a fangirl for Heart Choices. She watches it like it's fantasy football, knowing who will be the villain, who has the secrets, who will be in the finale. Haley, played by Chloe, is a fashion designer. Her company is called Silver Halo. She is searching for investors, but her only flaw is that she doesn't go beyond her brain. She doesn't push herself to get her name out there. That's where the Hot Choice of Search comes in. They are looking for girls to come on the show, and Brie, obvious fame girl, wants to join, and Haley goes with her for moral support. At the he- elevator, befe- before heading up to the seventh floor, Haley notices the warning that everyone will be filled once they go to the floor. She makes note that Haley never gave permission for filling, so she stays in the lobby while Bree goes up. That's when she meets Lucas. They have a meet cute. Where Haley tells him she's very skeptical of the show. The best love can't be staged. It just happens. Lucas is a treat and invites her upstairs. While at the waiting room, Haley helps out Bree by doing a mock interview with her. Bree is so darn cute and naive. She spills the tea. She talks about aiming for runner up so she can be the next Queen of Hearts. Move over, Marco, it's my time to shine. Watching this scene, I knew this will bite back at her. She knows about the notice of the filming. Poor girl. When Bree is called in to meet with Lucas, he comes up with the brilliant idea of having the two best friends join the show, bringing a little extra drama. Haley is skeptical in doing this. She doesn't like reality TV dating shows. I don't blame her. But Bree comes up with the brilliant idea of having Haley join so that she can promote her clothes. You know, wear silver halo dresses in Illuminations. So every week, her brain is on national TV. Reluctantly, Haley agrees to join the show. Now we're at the show, and we are introduced to some more interesting characters. <laughs> Let's be honest here. The stars of the show were the supporting actors. They brought comedy and, and just like lightheartedness. It was funny. Karen White. Let's talk about the small screen legend that she is. Miss White has a career that spans three decades. I first saw her as Charmaine Brown on The Cosby Show. Now how I got her to play Marie? But let's just say no one else could have played the sassy, no-nonsense attitude served on a platter assistant director of Marie. The speech she gave Brie and Haley about the rules of filming was giving me Miranda Bailey vibes from Gray's Anatomy. And coming from a Grays fan like myself, that is the biggest compliment I could give. Emily is played by Cleo Stoker. She's the executive producer and host of Heart Choices. She is devious, sneaky, and likes to remind people she is the boss. As the executive producer, I know she, everything she does is for ratings. But I don't like her, especially at the end. She did my girl breathe Dirty. Vanessa is played by Carson Fagerback. I apologize if I screw up the pronunciation of her name. She's the bad girl of Heart Choices. The Olivia Clary D of this season of Heart Choices. I like her. She's, in my opinion, goal-oriented, knows what she wants, does everything in her power to get it. Shows how to play the game for the cameras, how to drop quad so that the spotlight is, is always on her. She is Emily's favorite. The camera loves Vanessa, and the hiding station loves a bad girl. Now that we're on the show, I will be talking about the journey of our lovebirds. I am not going to lie, I have a favorite of the two couples. I was definitely a Marco and Brie fan from the beginning. I mean, their meat cute was adorable and rule breaking. The third rule Marie gave them is stay away from Markham. No secret rendezvous. All meetings will have to be filmed. There was a time off for Brie before she had to start filming, so she did blindfolded yoga. Is that a real thing? I don't know if it's a real thing. Kind of interesting looking. Probably is a real thing. I mean, they have goat yoga, so why not blindfold? While well, blindfolded, guess who joins her? Yep, it's Marco. <laughs> Bree didn't at first notice that it was Marco, but as Marco talked about the show and how nervous he felt being on the show, she realized who he was and ran. I saw Brie is just perfect, she's a good mix of fun, awkwardness, and sweetness. While Brie and Marco had their impromptu meet cute, Kaylee had an interview with Lucas. You can tell he was intrigued by Haley. who was impressed by her passion for design, like her ambition, and how far she was willing to go for her clothes, even so far as participating in a reality dating show that she wasn't a fan of. Now, remember those warnings about being filmed everywhere? Well, that was also mentioned again in Marie's rules. The contestants will be filmed once they step out of their bundle. I swear, Bree and Haley didn't pay attention. Because before they went and did their respective activities, they stood on the front porch of their bungalow and discussed how Haley was going to lose the heart choices and get eliminated, but look good at the same time. The elimination was scheduled later that evening with three ladies to be eliminated. It was supposed to be formal wear. Haley was going to wear her evening gown, and have silver halo front and center at the illumination. But guess what happened? The cameras caught the whole thing, and devious but intrigued, Lucas changed the setting of the illumination. It went from a formal wear evening party to a poolside tea party. (laughs) Haley and Bree met with Marco for the first time, and Marco had an earpiece in his ear where Lucas fed him lines. For his meeting with Bree, though, there was no Cyrano-esque situation. Marco spoke from his heart. You can tell he recognized Bree from the blindfolded yoga. The chemistry was undeniable, but asked what she would like to see before she leaves the island. Bree answered, I want to see a rainbow, a Hawaiian rainbow. I mean, this is the rainbow state, right? (laughs) But it was Haley's turn, yes. Sarah is back. <laughs> Lucas fed lines among his ears to ask about the dress she was wearing. A dress Haley had only put together just minutes before. Emily, the executive producer, watched all this unfold and wanted Haley eliminated. Well, Lucas intervened and got her to go on the next round. The following morning, Haley and Bree were scheduled to go on a double date with Marco. The producers were trying to be slick. We see what you were trying to do, create drama to make it look like the best friends were fighting for the same guy. But no, nope, Bree and Haley was totally not letting that happen. The plan for the day was for them to go horseback riding, but Haley is deathly allergic to horses. So the double date with the two best friends became a solo date with Bree and Marco. And Haley was relegated once more to an interview with Lucas. Okay, all this time, Marie was just playing this game. She really wasn't into Marco. Let's not forget, this is the girl who had a fantasy football bracket thing going on with Hearts Choices. She's major fangirl for the show. Also, her, her end goal was not to win Marco's heart, but to be runner-up so she could be the next queen of hearts. But this Hearts backgrounding date changed it all. At first, it was all staged with Marie in the director's chair, shouting directions at Brie and Marco. But eventually, they ride off to be alone together with no cameras or crew around. Horses are faster than golf carts. While alone, Marco opens up to Brie in a way that he had never done with any other contestants. He tells her about his fear of being forgotten. Marco was a professional football player. Then he got seriously injured. His agent suggested going on the Heart's Choices to stay in the limelight while healing from injury. When he asked for Bree's reason to get on the show, Bree sadly didn't answer the question going on a rainbow hunt. Is despite knowing that they have to go back to the crew, both stayed a little while longer. I think I let out an audible oh <laughs> when Bree put her head on Marco's shoulders. I think that was the cutest thing ever. While they were on the romantic date, Lucas once more had an interview with Haley. It was short and sweet before Lucas started putting the camera away. This time it was Lucas's turn to open up about his dreams. I don't think it's to anyone's surprise his dream wasn't to be a showrunner of a dating show. His dream was to be doc- to do documentaries. That's what he went to school for anyway. But for now, he's doing this to pay the bills. Documentaries are in the future. The next day, all three girls get one-on-one dates with Marco. Haley gets a romantic stroll on a private beach. Though, to be honest, how private is it really with Marie, Lucas, and the rest of the crew tagging along? Vanessa gets a sip and paint date, but Marco and Brie gets a golf date. Well, things didn't go as planned with Marco and Haley. instead of a sweet, romantic stroll on the beach with the two, Lucas declares it to be speed dating, ultra fast. We see you, Lucas. You're not slick. The green-eyed monster showed up. (laughs) I mean, I don't blame him. Who would want to watch the girl they're interested in going on a romantic date with another person? While on the speed dating stroll on the beach, Marco gets stung by a jellyfish. Marie has to take him back to the resort uh, to be seen by a doctor. The problem is the boat only holds three people. Marco, Marie, and a cameraman needs to go back. Haley and Lucas volunteers to stay. I swear, Marie and Lucas are so (laughs) slick. I see what you're doing. So Lucas and Haley stays on the island where there is catered lunch on the beach. How they didn't get sanded in their food, I guess you will never know. Lucas Haley also changes outfits. Again, I don't know how or why she thought she needed to bring a new dress. But Lucas and Haley are finally alone. Both tear their walls down. He opens up to Haley about the docu-series he wants to film, about people 100 years and older, so they can tell. What they've lived through, their stories, the lessons they have learned, and are willing to pass down. Haley loves this idea. She also opens up to Lucas about how badly she wants to be eliminated from the show. She feels putting her brand out there is it worth all this hassle. She genuinely doesn't want to fight Brie over Marco. She's a true believer of love isn't staged. It just happens. But Lucas wants her to stay. They almost kiss when Marie comes back. Now... I would be mad normally that she came at that opportune moment with any other scenario but this one. Haley and Lucas were alone in that island for six hours. Like six hours. And they never kissed the whole time. Like, I get it, this is Hallmark, so Chitty Chitty Bang Bang wouldn't be happy to get a Hallmark movie. But a kiss isn't too much to expect in six hours alone. <laughs> now back to Marco. So he gets back to the resort and is treated for this jellyfish thing. Emily's being very sympathetic and offers to cancel his dates for the rest of the day. Marco agrees it's a good idea to cancel Vanessa's separate date. But when it comes to canceling his golf date with Bree, hallelujah, his foot all of a sudden got cured. (laughs) I mean miracles happen, right? Vanessa's date was a bit boring. She reiterated again that she was there only for Marco to get to know him. Her intentions were loud and clear. But Marco's brain wasn't on Vanessa, it was on someone else. I wonder who. <laughs> Problem is that Emily notices this, and remember, her favorite is Vanessa. She's bringing the ratings up. Marco catches up to Brie and offers to take her to the golf course earlier than planned. Okay, y'all. Warning, I'm going to gush. He manufactured Brie a rainbow. Oh my god, like, this is the cutest thing. I- He turned on the sprinklers and had the sun shining just right for her, and boom, rainbow. (laughs) Come on, tell me this wasn't the cutest thing ever. It didn't count for Bria as a Hawaiian rainbow, but she sure didn't give him extra credit for effort. A mid-movie kiss. See? Lucas and Haley, this is how you do it. You don't miss an opportunity being alone together, especially when you were given six hours alone together in an isolated island. (laughs) So remember the mock interview that Brianna Haley forgot were going to be filmed um, in the lobby, in the waiting room? (laughs) Yeah, it it wears its ugly head again. Emily, only thinking about the ratings shows Marco clips of Brie edited together with a voiceover of her intentions on being on the show. To be Queen of Hearts. It wasn't to fall for Marco. Yeah, it broke Marco's heart. So at the Elimination, Marco confronts Brie and asks was that why she joined the show? Like at the moment I wish we could have spoken up and just said, yeah, that's why I. that's what why I said when I first joined, but that was before I met you. That was before I fell in love with you. But no, she just ran off after being eliminated. There was a lot of commotion afterwards with Haley getting mad at Lucas, Marco running off, and Vanessa being pushed into the water. Poor girl, just can't catch a break. Once Haley gets in a bungalow with Bree, she says that she will quit the show in support of her best friend. The only problem with that is she's contractually Obligated to stay on the show. If she leaves, Haley will get sued. That's when she comes with a, up with a brilliant idea. With the help of Vanessa, costume designers, horse handlers, and Marie, a play was formed. At the finale, where Haley and Vanessa are the last two girls standing, Vanessa is wearing a gorgeous, sparkly silver halo dress. Beautifully matches her skin tone. Very pretty. And Haley. Well, she wears an astronaut suit, helmet included. With that camera's rolling, Marco gives his heart to Vanessa, but she, re- she rejects it, saying yes, she was there for Marco and only Marco, but he wasn't there for her. His heart was for someone else. So guess what happens next? Haley, in all her astronaut suit glory, comes into the scene with a horse, telling Marco Bree has more to say to him. Shirley gives him one clue as to her location. Horses are faster than golf carts. Marco jumps on the horse and gallops to Bree, the location from earlier in the movie where they outran the golf carts. There Bree tries to apologize and tell him that she's fallen for him, but Marco just grabs her for a kiss. As the cameras pan out, we see the Hawaiian rainbow Bree was looking for. Back at the filming location, Lucas and Haley are left alone. Le- Lucas quit his job as showrunner of *Heart Choices* and is now going to pursue his dream of filming a documentary, his docu-series *Centurions*, and he will start him in, in San Francisco, where Bree and Haley live. Finally, big kiss. <laughs> three out of five stars. I give this movie three out of five stars. Pretty good. I love this movie. I feel like this is Halbach trying to attract some of the younger audience. I mean, Chloe and Corbin were Disney darlings in the early 2000s. Scott is also a product of ABC Family Machine. A lot of their fanbase are Gen X and millennials. To be honest with you, I feel it's about time Halbach reaches out to the younger generation. Most of, most of Halbach's fanbase base is older crowd, like boomers in the 60s and older. For network to continue being successful, I feel this is Hallmark evolving, slowly. The representation of this movie cannot be understated, I mean most of the cast lists are part of the BIPOC communities. I feel this is another huge step towards Hallmark's work in inclusivity and representation, but again attracting the younger audience. I found the premise to be lighthearted and funny. A lot of Hallmark fans didn't like this movie because, quote, this is too much like The Bachelor and it is trashy. I'm not joking, that's a direct quote. After seeing this movie, I'm pretty sure these people have never seen The Bachelor if they think it is anything like the show. But it did leave me wondering, is that what really happens behind the scenes of these reality dating shows? Where the guy doesn't really choose the winner, it's the producers. And if so, no wonder the relationships rarely work. Hawaii is beautiful as always. My home state is beautiful as always. It's like the best scenery ever. I recognize several of the filming locations including Chinaman's Hat and Kualoa Ranch. Also, they filmed where I used to work. The scene where Haley and Lucas does their meet cute. Yeah, those are my elevators. That's my lobby. (laughs) A little behind-the-scenes tidbit about this movie. Maybe people didn't notice this, but Corbin and Scott's significant others were in the movie as well. Both women who rejected Marco are their girlfriends slash wife. The first girl who rejected Marco is Sasha Clements, Corbin's wife, and Vanessa is played by Carson Fagabacki, Again, I apologize for screwing up her name. Scott's girlfriend. Newcomer Tiana Talley was the star of the movie. I liked her wide-eyed wonder, her innocence, and just excitement throughout the show. She wasn't overshadowed by the other actors in the movie who were more established than her. She actually outshone them. And no, I am not saying that because I will be interviewing her. <laughs> There were a few misses. I wasn't really into Haley and Lucas. I didn't really feel the spark between the two, not like Brie and Marco. I wasn't really looking forward to their scenes. They were memorable. Bree was the star in the movie. Also, I, was, I wish there was singing done in the movie. I mean, we are talking about four actors slash singers in this movie. You got Corbin who did High School Musical. Chloe, who did Camp Rock 2. And Scott, who was in the Hallmark movie, In the Key of Love, with Laura Osnes. Also, Tayana can sing. I mean, you're telling me, you've got four actors who can belt in this movie. And there wasn't a singing scene? They could have done a karaoke as a date? Oh, my God. Come on, Hallmark. Do better. In conclusion. You can listen to us on the Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Twitter Alexa, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. That was a mouthful. <laughs> Follow us on all social media platforms. Our Instagram page is at Hallmark Heartbeat's Facebook page, Hallmark Heartbeat's podcast, and Twitter, Hallmark Heartbeat 1. Buy us a coffee on www.buymeacoffee.com slash... H-Mark Heartbeats. We have two levels of membership. For $1 a month, Americano level, you get to have a voice in the podcast. You get to choose which movie I review. For weeks, Hallmark doesn't have a brand new movie. For $5 a month, Caramel Macchiato level, you get access to never-released podcasts. For example, the month of May, I reviewed Birthday Wish starring Jesse Schramm and Luke McFarlane. It also includes raw and unedited footage of our interviews with the actors. You will also get access, early access, to interviews that I do with the actors. So, $5 a month, go join. All links are on our link tree, which is in the bio. In the next podcast, we are just in the beginning of, of... the second wave of summer nights so this will be a month full of, inter- of um, new podcast reviews and i'm hoping to get more interviews i i'm hoping i'm hoping y'all my dream is to interview lauren Tom. she will be starring in sweet pecan summer oh my god like i am asian I'm Filipino. I grew up in the nineties. Joila Club was on repeat in my house heis- in my household. We play my jog. This is like life for me. So I'm hoping and praying and crossing all my fingers and toes that I get to- a chance to interview Lauren Tom. Um for those who don't know, she played Mima in Joila Club. But yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome if I get to do that? That is so crazy. So, okay, so, backtracking. <laughs> Second wave of Summer Nights is still, um, continues. On August 6th, the interview that I did with Tiana Tali comes out. She is, she played Brie in this movie, Love for Real. That would be so fun. Uh, that's awesome, like totally another local girl, I mean, here's the thing, I already interviewed Valen Allo, who was another local actor, when he, when, um for that you had me at Aloha, so I feel like I, I got my, you know, way in to local actors, I mean, that's just crazy. August 9th is the 27-hour day recap, starring Otto Reiser and Andrew Walker, August 13th, and I just got this confirmed, and I'm so excited this, with this one. I got an interview with Rhiannon Fish, who is a co star of The 27 Hour Day. For those who don't know, Rhiannon Fish is like, oh, man, she's done so many movies and TV shows. It is crazy. Her, um, Base Base is usually in Australia. She did um, Home and Away and Neighbors. But she's also starred in several Hallmark movies, I believe. And look at her IMDB. This was her second one that I saw. Anyway, that's from Hallmark. She did, I know she did an Up TV movie um, recently, like last month. But she also just finished, she also was in last year's. You're making me crazy, with Natalie Hall, Michael Ray, Love that movie. So I'm really excited to work with, to talk to Rihanna. Um, on August 16th, Sealed with a Kiss, wedding March 6th, recap story. Jack Wagner, Caitlin Stryker, Josie Bizet, and Nathan with I Am Working getting an interview with one of those actors. That would be fun, too. Um, On August 23rd, a little daytime drama recap starring Jen Lilly, Ryan Pavey, and Linda Dano. And finally, to wrap up the summer nights, on August 30th, Sweet Pecan Summer Recap starring Christine Coe, Wes Brown and Lauren Tom. I am crossing my fingers and praying to God that I get Lauren Tom. Please, Lord. Grant me that wish. Oh. No, I'm not joking you guys. Like this is that would be a dream come true. I think my my parents would probably be so happy if they if I get Lauren Tom. I mean like they might want me to in- to invite Lauren over for my job. I don't know. That's a little bit scary. <laughs> but yes. Okay, so anyway. Thank you guys for listening. Um, see y'all on Thursday where I talk to Tayana. And then next week where I review the 27-hour day. Bye, y'all.